Unlock your disc and welcome to another episode of the Monpod Podcast. I'm of course your host Raffi and I'm here with the Baymax. Hey, what's up? Monsters rule. <laughs> Unlock your disc. <laughs> Unlock your disc. Uh, so last time we talked about Digimon as uh, the uh, basically the poster child of the accused Pokemon ripoff. Mm-hmm. We're still looking for that like legendary Pokemon ripoff. The, the true one that is uh, just straight up a rip. But today... We're talking about, you know, like if you thought Digimon was obscure, have you even heard of Monster Rancher? <laughs> have you? I've heard of it, I've never watched it. <laughs> well. Until, t- like, the, the other day, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Until the other day when you told me to watch it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about Monster Rancher today. Um, it is available to watch on YouTube and so such. Um, if you do hear noises, I do have my own monster in the house, uh, the official dog of the panel biter, Honey Buns. She, that, that would be her. <laughs> so, Monster Rancher. Let me take you back to 1997. Yeah. The time where monsters ruled. The year I was born. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so you actually have a deeper connection with Monster Rancher than you realize. I guess so. <laughs> so, Koei Tecmo. Uh, I think they're the same company that makes, like, Dead or Alive. Um, they created Monster Rancher for the PlayStation 1. Uh, obviously, bless you. <laughs> bless you. Obviously, while it was compared to Pokemon for its creature collecting, the series is more like the virtual pets of Digimon Tamagotchi. Mm-hmm. So, actually, you know, this is the perfect one to follow Digimon up with. Uh, basically, it's interesting, right? Because 1997, the first Monster Rancher game comes out for the PlayStation. Yeah. 1999, the first Digimon game comes out for the PlayStation as well. But the difference is that, like, you know, when Digimon started, it was Virtual Pets. Yeah. And then Monster Rancher made a game, and, like, okay, I guess what I'm saying is the Monster Rancher game, the first one, plays more like the Digimon Virtual Pet than the Digimon game does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Ostensibly, in the first Monster Rancher game... You pick between, like, one of three monsters, and you have a ranch. And you, and you, a ranch of sorts. A ranch of sorts. With monsters. And you ranch the monster. You train it, <laughs> you, you perform jobs with it, you get into battle tournaments, and, uh, you know, it's all in the name. You ranch the monster, exactly. You ranch the monster, if, you know, yeah. I could be so bold to say. Um, now, the world of Monster Rancher, because it's described in the show as well, did I even write down when the show came out? Oh, no, I did. It's down there. Okay. So, anyway. It's explained in the show, but also in the games. I'm going to give you the game's description because it mentions God. Okay, yeah. You know, like... Like, just God. <laughs> Don't miss my words. The actual Christian God. Yeah. Uh, in the world of Monster Rancher, God created new life forms after a planetary disaster. When the monsters became too feral, God sealed them into discs. Yeah. In the modern day, priests have been able to release the monsters from the discs, and regular people can train them. So, like, alright, but, like, so, I'm, I'm assuming, so this is, like, when the, the, the meteor hits, alright, all the dinosaurs wiped out, humans come around, and then God creates the, the, the discs? what's, what's, 
What type of disc are they? They're like CDs. Like well, yeah, in real life, and like in our world, they're CDs. In their world, they're like tablets. They're like stone like tablets. CDs, nuts. Uh, I got them. All right. Um, they're stone. They're like stone dials. Yeah. No sundials without the fin. That's all they have. Right. 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 Yeah. So God is like, oh man, maybe I created too much. I'll just put these all all in discs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'll leave it to priests. And other Catholic figures, because you know they're trustworthy. Yeah. I can trust them with these monsters. I deaths. can trust a Catholic priest with anything involving like a kid show specifically. With this dangerous disc, yeah. Yeah, ones with this dubious disc. This dubious disc. Uh, so yeah, we, let's talk about the discs. Yeah. Because that's kind of the main draw for Monster Rancher. Um, they kind of show it in the show, but when the first game came out, the gimmick was you could unlock monsters. By taking a CD or a DVD from your, you know, collection mm-hmm. and putting it in the PlayStation 1. Oh, okay. So, the example I, I, I look, I see all the time is like, if you have um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on DVD, yeah. you put it in the PlayStation 1 and you unlock a monster that's like a big white owl monster. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Um, and there's lists online for that sort of thing, but like, yeah, sometimes they're special monsters, sometimes it's like a monster that's already common in the game, but is like attributed to that movie, you know? Right. Um, but like, that was like the draw, right? That was something that Digimon and Pokemon didn't have. It was a connection between real life and the game that made it like, you know, everyone could have a, a different experience. You yeah. know, if you played Monster Rancher and you have like a movie collection, you might get something different than the person who has it like, you know, across the street from you. Yeah. Now, that would imply that someone across the street from you also owns a copy of Monster Ranch. (laughs) (laughs) I I assume that that wasn't a very wide variety. You know, I wish I had Monster Rancher now knowing this stuff. Right. That's such a cool integration. I was going to say, like, obviously you were just born, so it'd be a bad example. But, like, when you were, like, when when do you think you started playing video games, like, for the most part? Honestly, longer than I can remember, so maybe I I would guess, like, four or five. Like, I started, like, playing with the remotes and stuff. Let's say, like, five or six. Was there, like, a a movie you were obsessed with? A movie that I was obsessed with? Yeah, something that you had that you, like, you always wanted to watch, or maybe something that they always put on for you. Um, let me see. I mean, uh, oh, oh, uh, Spy Kids. (laughs) <laughs> that's a good yeah, one that's yeah, a perfect one yeah. so you can put in your copy of spy kids one and get like a thumb monster or something yo thumb guys. give me the thumb guy <laughs> who what when where and why <laughs> that would scared the crap out of me when i was a kid you're right <laughs> but yeah so the cd gimmick was you know the longest running thing the problem with having a cd gimmick is that eventually cds get replaced with blu-rays and Blu-ray gets replaced with streaming. And yeah. Suddenly that gimmick isn't as special anymore. Right. Yeah, like, you just be like, log in with your Netflix and we'll give you a new monster. <laughs> what have you been watching recently? Tiger King? Here's a tiger monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll never financially recover from this. I'll do. <laughs> He's behind, like, a ranch gate, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, like, it definitely, like, I mean, what you just said just reminds me of that meme where it was, like, what was it, like, my dad when he was 25 was just like, I'm going to buy this house and put my wife and some kids in it and afford that all myself. And then me, I would like buy the new Pokemon game and just be like, I'll never financially recover from this. <laughs> like, My question is, I, I don't 
It'd be funny if when you had Monster Rancher, you put in a DVD of, like, Pokemon the first movie, and your PlayStation just exploded. Like, just, like, error, error, wrong. They just give you Pikachu, and it's just like, oh, oh, this can't be legal. And then, yeah, bang, 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 let us in, Nintendo police. <laughs> Nintendo police. They're, they're fierce. We got them, boys. <laughs> so, Monster Rancher, uh, the main series has about 12 games worldwide. Uh, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. There's 12 games? There's 12 games. Dude, I didn't even know there was one game. Uh, it's there's 12. And it's weird because some of them are portable, which is just like, what's the point even? Right, right. I can't lock my disc with my DS. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way. You could scan a barcode. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Now, the most recent release was in December of 2021 because Monster Rancher 1 and 2 were re-released on the Nintendo Switch. Oh. I actually bought it when it came out because I was like, Monster Rancher! Yeah. The games are pretty, like, like, you need a lot of time and patience and, like, like there's no stress to it, you know? It's a very chill game. Right. It's probably something that is, like, well-made for the Switch because, it, you know, the Switch can also be mobile. Yeah. You know? It can be mobile and can be stationary, and I love that. Right. Um, good choice. <laughs> um... The, 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 uh, there is a new game coming out this year. Oh, um, a new Monster Rancher? It's kind of, it's weird. It's called Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher. Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher. Yeah, see, Damn. you see, uh, believe it or not, Max, I'm not going to bury the lead for you anymore. Monster Rancher isn't a very successful video game series. No? No. I thought it was like insanely popular. I don't know. No, it's actually so unpopular that this game may or may not come out worldwide. It may just be a Japan exclusive. Right. Additionally, in or like it is a crossover between Monster Rancher and the Ultraman and like ultra, a bunch of like uh I don't even I don't even know if they're they're Tokusatsu, but like you know Ultraman, the Japanese character that grows really giant? Yeah. A bunch of monsters from his show and other such kaijus uh, like Gamora and stuff. Yeah. They're good. Gamora. Gamora's the green check. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of, like, the monsters in this new Monster Rancher game are gonna be kaijus from, like, Japanese movies. Alright, six. Which six. is a cool idea. Give me Gigan. It's also, like, like, I hope it works for them, because it's, like, at, at first, when I first heard the news, I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing, because it's yeah. like, is it really Monster Rancher, or are you just making a kaiju game, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see how that works out for them. I mean, I can tell you my only experience with kaijus as well was that, uh, I think it was on the Xbox, the original Xbox, mm -hmm. I had, uh, Godzilla versus Monsters, like, Melee or something, I can't remember what it <laughs> was called. Monsters Melee, no items. Yeah, no, no <laughs> items. Final Destination, Destination. Godzilla no. only. God, it was, it was a really fun game though, too, because it was, like, literally just a fighting game where you each pick a kaiju and you're fighting through a city just trying to fight each other yeah and so you know gaigon was my man like giant lizard with like the two swords and a saw blade on his stomach just this cursed lasers thing. on his head like it was yeah. weird you describe like, him yes. like that he does sound like a monster rancher monster right <laughs> so um the anime premiered in 1999 uh and it had 73 episodes believe it or not that's more Damn. than i expected that's for this. yeah the, the next series we're doing only had, like, 50 episodes, even though I would argue it's a more interesting concept or something. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about that anime. We're going to talk about the theme song, what goes on, and, uh, you know... Yo, how, how unlock your, your disc. Unlock your disc. 
Um, now, Max, I'm going to give you an ad break. Yeah. Uh, what have you been making lately over there on the Tropical Raven? Uh, well, you know, actually, last week uh, was called Bee's Knees Week. So uh, the Bee's Knees is a Prohibition-type cocktail from, uh, you know, like 1920s Prohibition era-ish. Um, that was just a simple three ingredients. It was just uh, gin, honey, and lemon all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and during Bee's Knees Week, this is a thing hosted by Bar Hill Distillery in uh, Vermont. They host Bee's Knees Week, which is, for us at least at my bar that I work at, just a uh, everybody make your own version of the Bee's Knees. Since it's so simple, you can make a bunch of stuff with that as like a baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I released my version of it on the Tropical Raven last week uh, while I was recording at my boss's house that I was house-sitting. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so it's it's nice. a great time. Uh, you so, know, check it out. And that's, uh, that's on, uh, was it, is it on TikTok? Is it on anything else on Facebook? Uh, that particular one is on YouTube, actually, okay. under the, the Tropical Raven. Awesome. Uh, we are planning to uh, bring more content back to our TikTok and our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, just been a lot recently, but we're going to get back on track there. Nice. Yeah, look forward to that, guys. Go follow him on, on uh, YouTube and such. So, when the show starts, we are treated to what I described as, like, the most unenthusiastic rap song, but it's actually pretty good. It is, it's actually kind of a bop, honestly. Like, like, the chorus is, like, really good. Like, the, the in-between parts, like, the verses are kind of, like, like, when I say non-enthusiastic, I mean, like, I was transported to a faraway land, to a war of monsters rule. Like, it was like I'm that. I'm at this. Like, yeah. When you get into that bit, it's like, dude's hype. He's, like, ready to talk about monsters and discs. Yeah. But, all about the discs. I, and I also like, uh, part of the chorus goes, like, he's, he's got, like, backup singers. He's like, like is. <laughs> Do you imagine somebody just being like, yo, uh, it's karaoke night, does anybody want to hear anything? Yo, I want to hear Unlock Your Disc. <laughs> Get the monster intro going. Yo, let me hear it. <laughs> a little place where monsters rule. Monsters rule. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this guy. <laughs> this is actually not bad. That's true. Oh, man, I was so, like, and what I like, too, is that they open with it, you know? There's oh, no yeah. beginning, and then we get the intro. It's like, no. We need to get the attention of the kids outright. Get them immediately. And what do we do with these young youths? Hit them <laughs> immediately with some fucking hip-hop it rap. Is, it is 1999. These children are listening to men who are, who are you know, not making music for them. No, no. <laughs> They're listening to, like, to, like, to Green Day. What would make them happy? Rap. <laughs> rap. Here we go. Yeah, well, it's like Pokemon had, like, an alternative rock intro. Digimon was just earworm. In this, they had to be like, how do we make it different? Unlock your disc. Unlock your disc. <laughs> Hitting hard out here on the streets. Can we just say, like, as far as I've heard, none of them have, have measured up to that, like, iconic alt-rap of the... Or, uh, I say alt-rock, my, I meant, yeah. of uh, the Pokemon theme song. Oh, yeah. The first one, it was so sick. Yeah, because with, with that, it's like, po- the Pokemon theme song is, like, inspirational, this gets me hype. Yeah. But that's that's all I can give it is that it gets me yeah. hype. This is the close second so far though. Yeah. Actually, like. Yes, ranking them so far, this is a close second. <laughs> I'll make a YouTube video of opening theme songs <laughs> of of the Mon Pond. Number three. 
Monster Rancher. Number three. Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> you don't know what's in this bag, Buns. The dog was trying to get in the bag. Trying to get on my discs. Get the discs. Unlock She's the trying disc. to unlock the disc. <laughs> so, so when we open, my first note is, okay, so it's a video game. Cool. Like, it, it's like an eSports. Yeah. When it opens, we're at like a Monster Rancher eSport, where the main character, Genki, is yeah. <laughs> playing against some dude, I think, I don't know what the dude's name was, but he was oh, part he, of Team Big. Yeah, he was a thick dude. The thick boy. And it was this dude's uh, big rock monster called Magma. It was a big rock golem. Versus... Uh, uh, Mike Wazowski. Yeah. A pink Swayzo. Or pink eye. It, they change his name back and forth. Yeah. But uh, the fight is actually pretty verbatim what fights are like in the first Monster Ranger game. Mm. This show came out after the first one, before the second game. And a lot of the second game is based on the show. Oh, okay. So, kind of, you know, synchro. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we get this opening fight, and I appreciate it, too, because it's, like, right away it sets itself apart from the other ones. Like, Digimon is, like, kids are transported to a world, they don't know what Digimon are. Yeah. Pokemon is, like, you know, we're traveling alongside the monsters. This one is, like, no. This kid is, like, you. He's a yeah. kid that likes video games. He likes Monster Rancher, because you love Monster Rancher, don't you? <laughs> you love you, Monster you Rancher. You heard the theme song, you love Monster Rancher. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it turns out to be a dream, I guess. I'm going to come back to this later, but it turns out to be a, he's dreaming in class, which again, like, Genki, right away more than Ash or Ty, I'm like, I relate to Genki. Yeah. Right? He's he's at school. He's thinking about monster ranching and... Yeah. Which, you That's know. all I could ever think about in school was <laughs> ranching the monsters, man. I know that world's out there somewhere. <laughs> this... Okay. Maybe I can ask you this, because I don't watch anime as much as other people okay. that I know. Would this be considered an isekai? What? I think technically, yes. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad I got that term correct. Yeah. Monster Rancher, the, the first isekai. Like, it's it's kind of a vague term. I mean, like, technically, like, what was it? Pokemon uh, Legends Mystery. Arceus is, is also technically right. one. Would Mystery Dungeon count? I think kind of. Oh my god, there's so many of these. Season 4 of Mon Pod, Isekais, but not the ones you're thinking of. Like, I guess it would depend, like... Because, like, in the Mystery Dungeon games, I think you're, like... You're in the same world, right? But you're just a Pokemon now? Well, everyone's... It's like you're in a world where Pokemon were, the, like, the dominant species. Okay. Like, they don't even know what humans are in that world. They don't? No. Oh, okay. Okay, then, yeah, I guess, yeah. Incredible. Um, so, yeah, he's at school. Bell rings. He's out. Um... He gets home, he eats, he calls it a sweet cake, and then later they call it mochi. Yep. Um, Macy was in the room watching this, and she tried mochi once, and she hated it. She was like, ugh, mochi. <laughs> I guess it depends on what kind or whatever. I mean, like, that, they're all right. And then, like, when you get to, like, the mochi ice cream, though, mm -hmm. like, that that stuff, banging, She honestly. tried it in New York, and she did not like it, but I was like, hey, at least you tried it. Yeah. I guess I'll eat yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Genki, again... Genki is a relatable character. He shows up at home, waits for his... He's like, oh, my Amazon package. Yeah, my video game's here. He runs upstairs and instantly plays it on a TV that is on his floor. Yeah. With all his, like, stuff. Like, such... 
like a lived-in kind of world already. That's like such a nostalgia thing too. Like, yep. like your TV's on the floor, you're sitting on the floor playing your video game. Yep, and he doesn't say like he doesn't say he has a PlayStation. I think there's a fake name for it, but like it's a PlayStation. Right. So again, if you're watching this and you know the game, or at the very least you play games on a PlayStation, you're like, this kid's just like me. Yeah. He's got a PlayStation. Because um, everyone knows you should own a PlayStation if you love Monster Rancher. Yeah. I know you love and Monster Rancher. I know you Rancher. do. You heard the song. <laughs> Can't unlock your disc unless you have a PlayStation by true. Sony. It's true. Um, and, like, you know, he turns on the game. You get, like, the opening cuts. And, like, what I, what I like is that because he's being transported to the Monster Rancher world, the opening cutscene is, like the same for us as it is for him. Like, he's learning about what the lore is to the Monster Rancher lore. Yeah. Or world. And the scene where the main female character, Holly and Suezo, we'll talk about soon. Mike Wazowski. Uh, they are, you know, running towards the temple. And, like, from their perspective, it's like, we're gonna freaking die, we gotta get to the temple. From his perspective, it's like, oh, cool, a cutscene! He's like, yeah, go to the temple! Yeah, what would it... Okay, so that is my first, like, big... What what like question? What if he pressed like? Because they give you the, the prompt to go to the temple, yes or no. What if he clicked no? Would they just be know. like, never mind, and then like turn like right? And they're being chased, and they're on a bridge. Yeah, or like, like would it just ignore his choice, and he would think, oh, my game's cursed. I yeah, go report like, no, it on. Yes, creepy, you do. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to creepypasta.com and talk about how my game's cursed. Oh my god, creepypasta. <laughs> but yeah, we meet Swayzo and Holly. Holly is a responsible girl. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. We don't know much about her so far. It's the first episode. Yeah. Suezo seals the show. Oh, yeah. He hops up. He spits on the black dinos. And on Genki. And on Genki. Later, he eats Genki just to, you know, rough him up a bit. I, lo- I love Suezo. You know, I love Suezo because... Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it was like, you know, like the four dimension thing where, like, he was playing the game and you, like, turn around while being chased oh, and yeah, spat on them right. and it came through yeah, the TV. Yeah, knocked over. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, it's like, it's like, bruh. Well, gross. Yeah. No, any thing where it's like, because Suezo for Monster Rancher is, like, the real mascot. Yeah. Like, they, they kind of want Mochi to be the mascot in other stuff, but Suezo's on all the covers. I think Monster Rancher 4 is just, like, his face looking at you. Like, Suezo is the Pikachu of Monster Rancher. Damn. And I'm here for it. I'm here for his spit attack, his licking and chomping. Yeah. I think in the games he gets psychic powers, but I love it way more that they're just like, he's got a mouth and an eye. He doesn't, like, he, he can't do much. He gonna lick him. Yeah, when you're just a big mouth, you, you have to make do, you know? So, you know, Suezo and Holly are running from the black dinos, mm-hmm. which, I mean, listen... Hindsight is a bitch. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it gets so. You know? And the fact that they're evil, it's fine, whatever, we're not gonna get into it. But the Black Dinos are like, give us the disc. Because uh, Holly and Swayze are trying to get this disc to the temple where they can unlock it and release the monster within. The Phoenix. Yes, they're wanting to get the Phoenix, which, as they explain later, is the only monster powerful enough to destroy the evil Moo. Mm-hmm. He's so evil, you don't even get to see what he looks like. He's just a cow. He's just a cow. <laughs> Truly fear. I mean, you know, Ganon was a pig, so I mean... 
No, I mean like you know, uh, old old like vampire movies and stuff. Though the only there's only three things that vampires are known to shapeshift into. <laughs> that's bats, wolves, and cows. Oh, that's funny perfect. enough. <laughs> I also love the idea that the villain of Monster Rancher is a cow. <laughs> <laughs> that's my headcanon now. Facts. So, yeah, uh, we get the CD gimmick in the show too. That's another thing I like about this pilot. In in Digimon Adventure, it's never like... The first episode, it's never like, oh, you gotta take care of your Koromon to make it evolve. It's like, no, they yeah. just evolve because they have to. Right. With Pokemon, the first episode, if I remember right, you don't really get a real battle. Like, Pikachu doesn't even, like, follow Ash's command for the most part. No. But in episode one of Monster Rancher, they're like, no, straight up, like, to make a monster, if you're playing Monster Rancher, you need to get a DV, like a CD or something, mm. put it in the thing. Yeah. You know? So... Genki, I don't even know if he puts in the... Because he takes out the game and he puts in another disc. I don't know if it's like yeah. a blank CD or something. I don't know. Because later on, he'll take the game disc out of the play, like out of the PlayStation. So I don't know right. what happens there. Right. I guess he probably tried a disc first and then put the original one back. I don't yeah, know. I wonder if it's like uh, if, if the game came in a box with like the two DVD oh, set yeah. or something, it is like insert DVD right. two. Right, like if Monster Rancher the game came with a second disc for like you know, know. Yeah. Like a starting monster or something. Yeah, I yeah. don't know, maybe. But just the idea that they're like you know this is the gimmick, this is what you can expect if you get Monster Rancher, which you which you will of course because you love Monster Rancher. Yeah, you will. Yeah, um, when Genki is teleported, it's either a little bit before or a little bit after. We get like like an ad break that is straight up the Pokey Rap. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Unlock your disc. They just, like, hit you with all these monsters. <laughs> and it's like, if any part of this is a Pokemon ripoff, mm-hmm. it's it's the monster rap. It's, it's definitely the monster rap. I'm sorry. I, there, you can't unlock enough discs to make me say otherwise. This is... Buns, you dropped your bone. Speaking of which, that the Pokey rap, also a bop. Also a bop. A real bop. Yeah, you know, you can talk all the crap you want about you know, Digimon or Metabots or fighting foodons or whatever. None yeah. of them tried to do a pokey rap. Yeah, dude, you talk shit about the pokey rap, we throw in hands. <laughs> so yeah, Genki ends up uh, in the world of Monster Rancher, and at this point, I want to talk a little bit about Genki. Um, at first, I was like, this kid's kind of annoying. Yeah. Right, but the more you think about it, you know, if he's like a 12 to 13 year old kid he's got all this hyperactive energy he's in a video game world of course he's gonna be doing flips and and running around and like you know he doesn't stop he doesn't calm down heck yeah the other thing about Genki is that like between Tai and Ash and Genki Genki is like the most most athletic freaking like tweenager I've ever seen in a show yeah, he'd be carrying around whole people while he's rollerblading yeah. on grass. Yeah, if we're you ever be- tried rollerblading on ga- on, grass? <laughs> on grass? No, he's like he's proficient with roller skating, which is one thing. Okay, he's athletic. He's carrying Holly, who let's just generic weight here. Let's say she's ninety pounds. Mm-hmm. He's carrying her around with ease, and later on, he's like platforming on like stone pillars and like. Doing all these mad jumps. Yeah. Like, okay, he's athletic, he's strong, and then, like, he's also, like, I guess, a decent fighter. Like, he can defend himself, because he fucking roller skates, and then, like, he's like a street fighter character. He's like, and he kicks the black dino in the face. And it's like, dude. Which was sick. Like, listen, anyone can like video games. 
why the hell is this kid not on, like, a soccer team or something? Legit, at least. At least. Yeah, at that age, and, like, I guess, I guess you could say that the Monster Rancher world improved him or something. Mm-hmm. You could do all these video game things because he's in one, but, like... I don't know, maybe. I, I don't know. But he shows up, he understands that he's in the Monster Rancher world, and he helps Swayzo and Holly escape the shrine. I think the original disc is replaced with the one that he brought, like the actual right. like CD, yeah. DVD, whatever. Yeah, the slate was replaced with the, the CD. Yeah. Yeah. And it was at this point, uh, like, when they're talking to each other and Geki's introducing himself, he's like, I'm a real champ, I'm a Monster Ranger champ. And I'm like, okay, because I thought at the beginning he was dreaming about getting, like, winning the Monster Rancher sequel. Right. But then he gets it delivered to him, so I'm like, was that real, or did he just order the game and he's lying about being... Because he says he's a champion. Right, right. That's the solid question. I yeah. got confused about that a little bit, too. Yeah. I think that could have been kind of uh, elaborated on a little bit better. Um, you know, we already talked about this, but Genki also, like, just casual skates around. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. His skates just transported to the world with him. Yeah. Don't go, I don't go anywhere without my skates, without my blades. It's facts. I don't interdimensional travel without my skates, bro. Yeah, man. Skate or die. Yeah, honestly, like, me too. I, you know, I'll pack my Heelys. Yeah, exactly. If it was, if the show was made now, it'd be Heelys. Yeah, you, but you know what? Actually, like, Heelys might have been actually kind of apt for that time, too. Yeah. What, yeah, that's true. Uh, it was, what year it was, was 99. Yeah, 99. When did Heelys come out? Oh my god. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, don't worry about it. We'll find out one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, we learned about the evil Moo, who is just uh, a, a bad monster. who Just a bad boy. Who's just a bad man who corrupts other monsters and makes goodies into baddies. <laughs> into baddies. That always bugs me when they're like, they're evil monsters. Cause it, or like, whenever they are like, uh, good monsters are turned into bad monsters. Because it's like, okay, so if there's a monster who's just kind of a prick. Who just, like, eats your neighbor's mail. Yeah. Is he bad, or is he considered a, a good guy until he's corrupted into being bad? Because he's eating my mail. Like, <laughs> he's just eating your mail, though, <laughs> he's you know? eating my mail. So, but, like, he, you say he's a goodie, though. I don't understand. Like, is he... Yeah, dude, he's, he sees that you're getting, like, all these credit card <laughs> bills in the mail or whatever. He's just like, I don't want that shit for you. He's like... When they, I imagine if that were the case, you turn the goodie into the baddie, he's still going to eat my mail. Yeah. He's just going to be a, even more of a prick about it. He's just also going to eat your cat. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just made bad worse. That's all you had to do. Yeah, goodies and baddies. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's a bit where, like, they're trying to escape the temple, and Genki throws the PlayStation at the Black Dinos to escape. Yeah. And I'm like, that seems really important to the situation you're in. Right. And I severely doubt you went back to get the PlayStation. <laughs> like, it's kind of the way you got here. Like, yeah. Like, it keeps the disc and uses it later, obviously. But, like, I would think that the system is important, too. Right, like, maybe that's your way back to your world. Yeah. I don't know. It's also, like, if someone came here with a piece of technology that's unrecognizable to our world... They wouldn't just leave it lying on the ground, you know? Right. Or they, what if they yeeted it at you? You'd be like, oh my god, is this also a bomb? I don't know. What, well, if I was the Black Dinos, I'd be like, oh, we don't have to chase them anymore. We have, like, this cool box thing. What, what's the mysteries of this PlayStation? 
The mysteries, the mysteries of the PlayStation, PlayStation dude. Just, I bet dinosaurs always wondered what the mysteries inside of PlayStation was. There's like, we could go after them, or we could play uh, Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation 1. It's true. Whoa. <laughs> so, let's see. Uh, oh, right. So, they get back to the temple to unlock the disc, um, and it ends up not being the phoenix that they wanted. Genki puts, like, all of his heart and his soul and his wishes into this disc, and it turns into something that he... It's not what they expected. It turns into Mochi, this pink blob with a leaf kind of covering its body. Um, what do you think about Mochi? I, I would honestly describe him as, like, a, a, a pink, like, penguin mixed with a turtle, almost, like, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. And he, he only says his name. Which is very Pokemon, but at the same time, he's also, like, I guess a newborn. Yeah. So he's kind of more like a Kirby kind of creature, I guess. That's true. That's true. Also very reminiscent of Kirby. Yes. You know, they really like Nintendo over at Monster Rancher Studios. <laughs> Monster Rancher Studios. Unlock your disc. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Mochi is born, and, you know, the Black Dinos are like, oh, this is disappointing. I guess we'll just keep it as a pet or whatever. <laughs> and then, you know... Uh, Genki saves Mochi and they escape. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't watched, I think, any more of Monster Rancher, but based on the uh, intro, I think Mochi does learn how to fight and stuff later. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like the trope of like the innocent little thing turns out to be really powerful later. Yeah. Like it is the Phoenix secretly, oh, maybe. Maybe. Tune in. I also watch. haven't watched any more Monster Rancher. Watch more Monster Rancher and find out. Um, yeah, I'm just going to watch the last episode and be like, <laughs> I don't know, know what's happening, but... I'm glad we're here now. <laughs> um, I really like, when it comes to Mochi, I like that the disc that Genki uses and puts his heart into turns into something that's reminiscent of his home life. Because when he gets home at the beginning of the show, right. his mom has those sweet cakes ready for him. Yeah. So it's like, if you were like 10 and you got home from school and there was like a snack waiting for you... Like, like, what would your version of mochi be? Pop-tart, probably. <laughs> like, literally, it's probably a pop-tart. I like that, because I imagine it would look like... Because they make pop-tart, like, like squares now? Yeah, yeah, the bites. Yeah, yeah, I imagine it would just be a pop-tart bite. It would be mochi, but he'd have, like, the frosting cover instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they escaped the Black Dinos, and Genki is, like, ready to go on this journey... Like, he has no plans of going home, which is, like, dude. I do. I hope this is one of those situations where time moves different. <laughs> His mom's not just like, where'd my son go? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm in the world of monsters. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's going to stick around and help Holly, Suezo, and Mochi uh, save the world from the evil Moo. Um mm. Now, I do know that going forward, he will meet other monsters that will, like, join the party. Yeah. And they'll have, you know, varied personalities and stuff. Um, but this is how Monster Rancher starts. And, you know, I think all things considered, this is a pretty good start to a show. Yeah, honestly. Right? It's pretty, uh, you pretty lay out who Genki is, the kind of person he is, what he's capable of. You introduce, you know, both threatening and, like, pretty weak novel monsters, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it also kind of tells you, like, between the four of these guys, they're not very effective. They didn't really accomplish anything other than getting Mochi. Right. And Mochi's a little dumb baby. <laughs> so, like, how are they going to work? How are these four going to save the world, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of engaging. Um, 
And again, it shows you, like, here's how Monster Rancher works as a universe. Here's the mechanics of the game. Like, it's, it's, a re it's really good at being a show and also being an advertisement. Yeah. You know, which Absolutely. I think is ideal. Um, the only bad thing of the show that, like, rings in my head is that monster rap. <laughs> Yeah. Done without it. Yeah, it's still the monster rep. Um, what, what did you think about this as the first episode? Uh, I didn't dislike it at all. Uh, it was just, uh, yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't as like cringy <laughs> as the first episode of Digi Digimon for us. Um, like while I was watching the first episode of Digimon, I was texting Raffi the entire time, just <laughs> like, "This is so stupid that they just said this and stuff." Like it's. I didn't do that once during the whole episode of uh, Monster Rancher. Genki drops into the temple. Do you guys have internet Wi-Fi? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't fucking care. He doesn't, it's very cold and I forgot a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> he drops into the world. You all seem like a pleasant bunch. <laughs> you all seem pleasant. And I'm Swayzo. You want some lunch? Like, yeah, right? Like, oh my god. Oh, uh, no. The actual dialogue is pretty good. Oh my god, Mike Wazowski, the monster, though. Swayzo, Swayzo is he's got the, the perfect voice, too. It's true. It's also <laughs> very true. But yeah, no, it was it was, it was was a good start to something. And, you know, maybe if I was uh, watching that as a kid, I would uh, continue watching it the next week and everything. Yeah, who knows what disc is going to be unlocked next. Exactly, I gotta unlock... You know, I... I when I was talking about Monster Rancher Studios, now I'm just thinking about, like, businessmen walking into, like, <laughs> a, a big, like big business tower kind of thing, you know? And, like, at the end of the day, they'd just be like, all right, boss, unlock your disc. And they just, like, walk home. Like, unlock your disc, unlock your disc. <laughs> yep. Gentlemen, welcome to the world where monsters rule. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's rank some monsters. Okay. I got some monsters here that premiere in this episode. Yep. We'll talk about them. We got Black Dino, Magma, Pink Swayzo, Swayzo, and Mochi. Um, who, who do you want to start with? Uh, Who, who's at the bottom of this list? Who's the bottom of the list? Who's the bottom? For me, personally, I've just, like, never really been a fan of this, like, type of trope, so it, for me, it'd probably be Magma. Okay. The, uh, the big rock like, monster? Big, like, rock golem thing. Yeah, yeah, that's... It's never been really an appeal to me. I've always... I don't know, I was personally always just like, oh yeah, big dumb monster, that's kind of neat, but yeah. whatever. When they introduce uh, they introduce a, a variant of him, because Monster Ranger is one of those monster capture things with the yeah. variants. There's one called, I think he's called Golem, because he literally is. Mm. But uh, he's like a gentle giant archetype in okay. the show. I like that a little more, but still. Yeah, it makes it, but yeah. Magma, and the thing is too, Magma and, and Pink Swayza only show up in like the, the starting fight. Yeah, so we don't really know their personality or anything. Right. Like, so. But, like, Mag yeah, like you said, Magma's just a bunch of dumb bricks. Like Yeah, dumb brick. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Um, who who goes above that? Uh, Alright, so, as uh, as iconic as he was, I think then it goes Swayzo for me. <laughs> Wait, does it go Swayzo or Pink Swayzo? Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, like, they're one in the same almost. <laughs> I, I guess I would go pink than regular yeah, because, like, do I don't know pink. So is <laughs> I don't know pink. I know he's got little wings and he's pink. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, those wings, pretty sick. Pretty sick. <laughs> pretty though. cool. I like that he's pink. Good for him. Yeah. And then, right, yeah, so regular th Swayzo is third for you? All right, yeah, absolutely. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm glad that we're we're going by your list because for me, Swayze is like the top. He's oh, like, I'm sure Swayze is the very top the for cream you. Cream of the crop. I can absolutely see that. That is a raffy ass monster right there. That's hey. something I'd make in Spore. Like. And you know what? I love dinosaurs, so I'll probably do second as yeah. the dino. Yeah. The black dinosaurs uh, aren't bad. It's, it's, it's like, pretty sick. As a starting like. villain, just a bunch of big black dinosaurs. And like also, like yes, they're threatening. Yeah. But they also look goofy when they get knocked over and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's so pretty sick. It's I love that. Ground. So is Mochi your favorite of them? Then? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Absolutely, Mochi. I love him. He's just stupid baby. <laughs> stupid <laughs> baby. I love baby. I am baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, just use your meat canyon voice for <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Mochi. I'm Baby. I'm Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Mochi, he ain't bad. I really like that um, he's kind of like an original monster for this world. Just because, like, he wouldn't exist without Genki. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think absolutely. that's a cool idea. Um, now, the hard-hitting question. The real gut punch. Is it different enough from Pokemon? Ooh, that's, that's the real question, though. Mm. I mean, like... You know, the thing is, is that, uh, at least the cool thing is that the monsters in this are, uh, they all talk, yep. for the most part, at least. Mm -hmm. They're all, like, talking to you, they all have personalities in that regard as well, so, like, Pokemon didn't ever have that, I mean, but, you know, I mean, other than some exceptions from legendaries, mm. mo mainly, and Meowth, <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, Digimon had that kind of thing, too, where the Digimon were all talking mm -hmm. and stuff, um. So that was something that was pretty cool to me. Uh, I don't know if they're to, like, evolve or anything, because that's obviously something that then also brings yeah. it closer to Pokemon. I know Monster Rancher, the monsters learn new abilities, but they don't ever evolve. You mm -hmm. can fuse them together to make one new monster. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they ever do that in the show, but again, I haven't watched the full show. Right. I mean, I mean, you know, like, a fusion kind of thing is still... Mm -hmm. um, it's not straight up evolution, and that's not something that Pokemon even does. Is just fusing the Pokemon. Yeah, it so. it is like from a core level, it's kind of hard to ask if it's different enough based on the first episode of both their shows. Right, right. But like again, it kind of brings in both elements from Pokemon and Digimon that I like a lot. You know, mm -hmm. I like the idea of this character is trapped in another world, and they have to like get their way out and save the world and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I also like that it is. Like, interestingly enough, it's like, in the Pokemon world, you know what a Pokemon is. In the Digimon world, you don't know what a Digimon is. Right. In the Pokemon world, you're from there, you're not being transported anywhere. In the Digimon world, you're being transported from Earth to, like, another dimension. Yep. I think Monster Rancher hits that good middle ground where Monster Rancher is an established thing in the human world, and then you are transported to a world you don't know, but you know that it's Monster Rancher. Right. Like, right. that's why I think Isekai kind of fits... You know, that description. Cause it, it does. It, it, it's also, like, every, like, fan fiction, almost, of, like, I was yeah. really into the series, and then I was brought into the world. And it's, like, in that way, it's, I think, a good entrance for people who... Because it's, like, even if you're not a Monster Rancher fan, which you should be, obviously. Yeah, like, obviously. You've unlock played your a, disc. Yeah, unlock your disc. Duh. Like, you've, you've played a video game and thought, like, it'd be cool to be in this world. Oh, yeah. You know, so I, I think Monster Rancher kind of fits that pretty well. Um... I think it's different enough, enough, you know? I yeah. Mean, there's, there's little things. There's the, the monster rap. Well, I think, you know, it's like, it's like that meme from, like, Stan from American Dad where he's, like, looking at that gauge, and it's, like, <laughs> on the yellow, about to hit the red, and it just says, you, I, 
on the yellow. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You are right. You are right. <laughs> and, and outside of the disc thing, I would say that Monster Rancher doesn't stand up too much. It's like, if if this just took place in the Monster Rancher world, if Genki wasn't a part of this at all, yeah. and if discs weren't such a big factor, this would kind of just be like a generic fantasy show. Right. So, that's not a, a, a good thing or a bad thing, but it, it does kind of say something about the comparison of it to Pokemon. But I would say that's different enough. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. So, that's Monster Rancher. Um, not a bad show. Not bad, not bad. I might actually go back and watch some of this if I have the time. Yeah, maybe. It used to be on Hulu, which was super convenient, but now I don't think it is. But, yeah. So, Monster Rancher, if you're interested, go check it out. Uh, we, we actually found the first episode on YouTube, so yeah. I, I don't know how much of the show is on there. Um, but I might keep my eye out, too, if that kaiju one comes out yeah let's see what that's like um next week we're gonna be talking about uh metabots yeah so that'll be fun uh as always thank you guys for listening and we will see you guys next time goodbye